another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, jesters, jestettes, jesteries, every shape, size, and color. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you. I fucking miss you, man. I'm sure you're doing well. I hope all y'all motherfuckers are doing well. I'm going to be cur cursing today because I'm in a pissy-ass mood. Because <laughs> I woke up to some goddamn childish bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. So I get up, and of course, I check my Facebook, because that's what everybody does. And I had this... Last night, I shared a... I took a picture down my driveway. My yard on one side, and the neighbor's yard on the other side. My yard looks fucking lush and green and beautiful. The neighbor's lawn looks like trash. You know, it does. Like, look at the picture. So all I said, all I fucking said, this wasn't even directed at this fucking little bitch of a kid. It was just, all I said was somebody who cares about their lawn versus somebody who doesn't. And this motherfucker put me on blast like I just raped his mother or something. Jesus fucking Christ. I bust my ass to make sure my lawn looks good. This fucking little kid who sells some goddamn bullshit out of his goddamn house pays some younger kid to mow his lawn. The little kid doesn't even fucking know how to mow. He just fucking cuts the grass. That's all he does. He just cuts fucking grass. So it looks like fucking trash. I bust my ass. I take pride in my fucking shit. Don't ever fucking come at me and tell me that bullshit. Goddamn. I mean, goddamn. I take pride in my work. You know? Don't ever fucking come at me and tell me not to. Jesus Christ, you pay some little fucking kid to just cut your grass, not mow your lawn, just cut your fucking grass? Go fuck yourself, you little bitch. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, now, we, now that we got that out of the way, Jesus, this fucking kid, man. I told him, like, well, first off, fuck you. For ruining my goddamn morning with your childish bullshit. Second, I bust my ass to make sure my lawn looks good. You pay some kid to cut your grass. It looks like trash. Go fuck yourself. Jesus. Ugh. Aggravating little shit is what it is, man. What the fuck? But it's okay. We're gonna move on because it's done. It's done. Fuck this little bitch. And his bitch-ass friends who... Oh, I'd comment on this, you know, bro. Fuck you. Fuck you, you little duke. Come at me, man. Jesus. Oh, stop. Just stop. Stop. Because you got some shit going. You, you can't afford to fuck up right now. So, just stop. Just stop. 
Home Namaste Ghost Flava Ghost Flava Disrespectful little shit <laughs> Oh smoke a fucking cigarette but let's uh let's get into the UFC let's see what most what bullshit they try to sell us today uh, no, we we gotta we gotta cut the the swearing down because we this isn't it's not really the way to go, buddy. Okay, okay. Let's see what the uh, the UFC has for us today. There were cheers on the streets of the Gaza Strip last night. Palestinians are celebrating the start of a ceasefire between Hamas and Israel, in which both sides are claiming victory. Here's what that victory looks like. 11 days of rockets flying out of Gaza. 11 days of Israeli bombs striking Gaza. Palestinian officials say <sighs> 243 people were killed, 66 of them children. In Gaza, hundreds of buildings were destroyed. And in Israel, authorities say Hamas rockets killed 12 people, including two children. NPR's Daniel Estrin joins us from Jerusalem. Daniel, thanks for being there. First off, is the ceasefire holding at this point? It is. This They're here, they're here, they're here. Get them while they're hot, get them while they're hot. Sessions with the Jester t-shirts are here. They're at 42degreesandsunny.com. That's the number four, the number two, D-E-G-R-E-E-S-A-N-D-S-U-N-N-Y.com. That's a 42degreesandsunny.com. How can we brighten your day? And remember to use code SWED10 to save 10% off your order. Get your glass and your t-shirts at the same spot. Sides are calling it quiet for quiet, which means both agree to stop firing, but if one side breaks a ceasefire, the other response and officials say that probably in a few days there will be negotiations about the terms um egypt oh for the love of god this just keeps going and going <laughs> and right up to the deadline there were strikes the last israeli strike was heard around 1 a.m the last palestinian rocket fire was around 1 50 a.m and then right fuck them all man palestinians drop bombs on them all fuck them all that's what i'm saying fuck it we done with this bullshit worshippers chanted and praised hamas and right away, I'm about to change my goddamn tune. Fuck everything, man. Fuck them all. Load up their trucks Boy, my attitude changed because of this little bitch. No, not fuck them all. We have to come up with a solution. Have been up at night in protected rooms. A lot of air raid sirens in the middle of the night, and finally they could get a little bit more sleep. As Steve noted, both sides are declaring victory here. Fucking hate people, man. But what's the reality? Well, oh, idiots. Everyone's a fucking idiot. Grow up. Everybody just needs to fucking grow up and realize... God did not give you that land. Thank you, citizens. You are our swords for Jerusalem. Hamas is, is hoping it will regain popularity that it's lost in recent years. And many people really were cheering for Hamas. But my colleague in Gaza spoke to one man, Mahmoud Matar, who had a different take. Let's listen. You know what? I'm not sure exactly. Let's, uh, he was surveying the damage for the first time. Let's ask, what is Hamas? Because I don't really know. Let's find out together. 
He was placing blame I know it, it's some sort of group. Uh, now, I, I know it's a group. Israel, the defense minister said um, Israel had unprecedented military achievements. He did not elaborate. And my colleague Becky Sullivan met an Israeli woman this morning, Sheila Bronner, who was asking questions. I think it's bad for both sides because it's going to be the same like in next year or something, four years maximum. So people are already anticipating more violence in the future. Right. I mean, let's just talk about the situation on the ground in Gaza now. I mean, uh, multiple buildings reduced to rubble. As, as you say, extended families killed. But what kind of immediate needs do people there face? They face medical needs. We're talking about... Oh. Okay, let's find out what Hamas is. Islamic Resistance Movement. It was founded in December 10th, 1987... 33 years ago. Ideology, here we go. Palestinian nationalism. Islamism. Is that a word? Islamism? <laughs> Religious nationalism of all Islam. Is, yeah, Islam. Anti-Zionism, anti-Semitism. So, yeah. So this whole thing boils down to God gave them the land. God did not give you the land because there is no such thing as a God. So this is just bullshit. Absolute horseshit. I mean, grow the fuck up. Over 1,700 people wounded, according to Gaza officials. 1,800 homes and apartments totally Evolved, Jesus. Uh, huge damage to sewage, roads, water pipelines, electricity, industrial facilities and don't forget covid their only testing lab stopped working one of their top covid doctors was killed so let's talk oh for a second oh that's about horrible that mentioned this fear that this could just no, again I shouldn't. Again. just I mean, stop because this is all over bullshit anyway that's right uh, the big question here is Jesus. Will the mediators bring some kind of political solution oh my god oh my god any future here for their children yeah. and daniel estrin reporting from jerusalem thank you you're welcome. Mm. Here at home, the conflict in the Middle East erupted into one of the biggest public disagreements between President Biden and the progressive wing of his party. The president said yesterday afternoon that his administration had worked for days to promote the ceasefire. I believe the Palestinians and Israelis equally deserve to live safely and securely and to enjoy equal measures of freedom, prosperity, and democracy. I agree with that. My administration... 100 percent continue our quiet relentless diplomacy toward that end biden was working under some pressure at home because democrats and republicans are shifting a little bit they've steadily supported israel for generations but the latest <clears throat> war was an occasion for people on the political left to push the democratic party to rethink that relationship let's talk about this with npr white house correspondent asma Khalid. hi asma hello let's yay rate subscribe and share yay Let's look at the humanitarian view. War, bad. Death, bad. People living together in harmony. Forgetting that there is... Or realizing that there is no man in the sky that's gonna, that is giving you orders. You need to stop with that horse shit and just realize that we are all the same goddamn thing. We are divided by religion. We are divided by religion. We are divided by the color of our skin and our where we are from, geographical location. We are we are just we need to stop 
being divided. We need to unite and just fucking love each other, man. Stop. Stop all this childish bullshit. Well, you know what? I was... No, that wasn't even... I was taking pride in my fucking lawn. Fuck you for taking offense because your lawn looks like trash. Fuck you. Make it look better. Jesus. Don't make excuses for being fucking lazy, you piece of shit. <laughs> wow, we go back to that. I thought we were done with that, buddy. Okay, okay, we're done. We're done with that. We're done with that little bitch. Fuck him. Now, fucking Gaza and Israel, man. You both are the same fucking thing. Stop being divided by this bullshit and grow the fuck up. Would you characterize President Biden's response to this crisis? Well, the White House, you know, had been insisting that quiet behind-the-scenes diplomacy was the most effective approach here, and perhaps they seem somewhat validated in that approach, given that there was a relatively quick, if tentative, resolution. But look, Rachel, this low-key public approach, to me, is also indicative of the fact that this entrenched conflict is not a top priority for Biden, and this White House, in particular, is resistant to having external events take their agenda off course. In his remarks last night, Biden did not really suggest any major shifts when it came to how Democrats think about Israel. Who gives a fuck about how Democrats or Republicans think about anything? Be a fucking human. Stop the fucking wars. Stop the fucking killing. Who the fuck cares what color goddamn tie you wear? That's not enough for some goddamn tribal bastards. Pushing him, as we've noted, to be more vocal about support for Palestinians. What does that tell us about where the Democratic Party is right now? Yeah, I mean, Rachel, there is no question that, that Biden faced significant pressure from the left at this time, perhaps more than ever before that we've seen in Democratic circles. And part of this is about domestic politics. Part of this is also about Israeli politics. Uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu embraced the American right, and, and they have embraced him back over the years. Uh, I spoke with Ben Rhodes, a former advisor to President Obama, who pointed out that Democrats used to say that they support Israel and they support a two-state solution, but that that, you know, sort of uh, dual response has become a harder balance since the peace process has stalled and, you know, a two-state solution for some doesn't even seem like a feasible solution at this point. You know, tied to all of this and extremely important in understanding what's going on is that there has been a sea change in the Democratic Party in the growing power of social justice movements. Uh, Black Lives Matter activists and other folks on the left, many of them see themselves aligned in their causes with the struggle that Palestinians have been fighting for. I mean, this is a tension, right? Because President Biden... Oh, illegitimate president, fucking illegitimate amnesia Joe. Illegitimate Joe. Steady support for Israel, which progressive see Come on, Joey. <laughs> positions. What effect is that having? Yeah, you know, absolutely, Rachel. This is perhaps the most public disagreement to date between the left and Biden. And a ceasefire is not sufficient to them. There is still a fight over an arms sale to Israel that Biden You see? Arms deal! Ha <laughs> They want to sell the guns. They want to sell the guns. They want to get their money. They want to get their money. Fuck yes, what it always boils down to fucking money. I love how they threw that in right at the end. <laughs> they didn't want to talk about it. They threw it in right at the end. And so they didn't talk about it. <laughs> it's the fucking money. Which I told you, we're selling guns to fucking both sides, man. They got an arms deal they're waiting for. They don't want to cease fire. Come on. 
100,000 migrant children who came to the U.S. without their parents. Most of them are staying in emergency shelters. How old are these children? How old are these children? That's what I want to know. reports on their living conditions, including limited access to showers or clean clothes and sometimes undercooked food. White House correspondent Franco Ordonez has been talking to them, and he joins us now. Franco, thanks for being here. Thank you. So, at, at first, with the surge in migrant kids this year, the concern was really... What were they eating before they got to this detention center? What were they eating in the desert? They're counting on coming here and getting fed. So if we stopped, if we just cut that off, kids would stop coming. You stop feeding a cat, it will stop coming around. You stop feeding a dog, it will stop coming around. You stop feeding anybody, it will stop coming around. I mean, it's harsh, but if you want something done, you have to do something. You gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. It's just how it fucking is, man. Where they were being held, right? These facility, these detention facilities that often looked like detention facilities changed, if anything, on that front. Right. So the first concern was getting kids out of those jail-like facilities. A lot of the new places are better, but they're still less than ideal. There are convention centers What's idea, in San Diego and Dallas and What's other idea? big places. I talked to Alicia Welch. She's an attorney at the nonprofit National Center for Youth Law, whose team has interviewed about 100 of these kids. She said she saw children experiencing real trauma, and the care is just not good enough. From my perspective, as a child advocate and as a mom, when you've got 2,500 kids sleeping in the same massive conference room, and they're only getting a few minutes of fresh air a day while they're waiting to take a shower in the loading dock, and it's going on for months. I mean, it's just the government is just not living up to an acceptable standard of care. You know, she's talking about conditions. Well, that's because the government and one of the problems is, is taking the tax money and put it in their own bank accounts. They're giving it to other people so they can so get money back. They, they don't give a fuck about you, man. They're just like you're just a front. You're just a front, well, a facade. Very carefully and wearing their options. But one says it's a catch-22. I talked to Peter Shea. He was a lawyer behind the Flores settlement. That's the court case that years ago determined... Are you looking for smoking deals on smoking accessories? Check out 42 Degrees and Sunny at 50 Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York. Or at 42degreesandsunny.com, where they're always open. Enter the code SWED at checkout to get 10% off your order, either in the store or on the site. Remember, that's 42degreesandsunny.com. How can we brighten your day? Now let's get back to the show. ...the conditions for holding these kids, but he worries that pursuing the case could backfire. The suggestion has been made to us that it may respond by simply changing part of its policy, for example, by saying, well, no, we will only allow children to enter the United States to make their claims if they're, let's say, 14 years of age or younger. If they're 15, 16, or 17, we will we'll, we'll remove them just the way the Trump administration removed them. And he told me he wouldn't want to be responsible for older teens being told, no, you can't come across the border and have them end up on the streets in Mexico. I did ask the Justice Department about this, and they declined to comment. 
Stop pulling it. Shit happens, man. People, kids learn. People learn as they grow. They they do what they got to do to live, man, to survive. Why are we taking on Mexico's problems, man? We got shit of our own to deal with. No, they can't come in. I'm sorry. No shit. I'm I'm sorry. We got kids here that are homeless and can't fucking eat. Why are we taking others in? Go fuck yourself. That is the UFC for Friday, May 21st. I'm the Jester. And this is getting high with the Jester. So let's let's unpack that a little bit if we can, if we can remember. First story was Gaza. We already we already discussed that, man. Gaza and Israel. The Islams is that Muslim? Muslims. I don't know, I, I see I'm ignorant when it comes to that kind of shit. I'm not I think it's the Muslims and the fucking well let's just say the Palestinians and the uh, Israelis, the Jews and the Muslims, I do believe. Their God gave them the same land. Go which is odd. I mean their God, you know, the spaghetti monster and let's say uh, the meatball man. They gave them that Israel gave them that land, whatever fuck that land is. It was given to them by the spaghetti monster, or no, the meatball monster and the spaghetti man. So now they're they're fighting because, well, they like meatballs and they like spaghetti. Without meatballs, they fuck meatballs. We don't want no goddamn meatballs in our spaghetti. So they're they're fighting because of fucking meatballs. They, they're killing each other because of fucking meatballs. It's fucking... That's as stupid as it gets, man. They're killing each other over fucking meatballs. <sighs> and now, back the second story was how the, the Democrats are stepping away from Joe Biden because Joe Biden was calling for peace and unity, but the Democrats want to sell their guns. So, what are you going to do? <laughs> Illegitimate Amnesia Joe <laughs> wants peace and unity, but his party wants to sell guns. Gee, the military-industrial complex, does that, does that sound familiar to anyone? Hmm, I don't know. We'll see. Third story. Immigrant children. They answer my question. 15, 16, 17. Those are the those are the ages that they're showering on loading docks and only getting a, whatever. They're old enough to take care of themselves. They can figure out shit to do. That's why I want to know the age. Because at that age, they're wily enough. Okay. They join a gang in Mexico. They're in Mexico. We have... Sh- 
We have children here that are starving and can't eat. Fucking worry about them. This facade, this, they're putting on a show at the border saying, oh, we're going to do this. Or we're gonna... They aren't going to do shit. They're, it's just words. They're saying words that don't mean dick. So it's all, it's all just a facade. Just something to get people worked up about. That's all that is. And, uh, yeah. So that, that was that was up first. That's, that was the wrap-up of up for the up first commentary, the UFC. Um, but now... <laughs> oh goodness, man! That kid just—he's pissing me. He's pissed me off today. I—I I hate that he's—he has space in my head, not paying rent. But that fucking kid pissed me off, man. Who? Yay! Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! But it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter because there's about to be the great reset. I am so looking forward to it. It's going to be fucking awesome. So, let's see what space weather is going to be for Friday, May 21st, 2021. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. We have a lot to discuss today. We're going to start with our star and recall yesterday's forecast that NOAA's forecast would break and the coronal hole stream would cause geomagnetic effects. We're at spaceweathernews.com and we find the last day on the sun getting a bit more active. It had been a few days of calmer corona, but the movement is returning and so is the X-ray production. The small rise and flaring thus far is due to the incoming active regions on the north, including the one that is cresting the limb now behind the big bright one. These will need to be monitored this weekend and into next week, as solar flares and CMEs are back on the menu here soon. So let's go back to yesterday. We showed Noah's forecast from near the start of the day UTC, and it was for only twos and threes on the KP index. And at the bottom, below that chart full of twos and threes, is their explanation. They predicted no impacts either from CMEs or coronal hole streams. We strongly disagreed. The impact occurred and ramped up solar wind speed to nearly 600 kilometers per second after the perfect coronal hole signature dance between the density and plasma speed, yellow and purple. Now, folks, with that plasma speed, I won't fault Earth's geomagnetic field for entering into a low-level storm, even if the whack it took was a pretty big one for such a small stream and low-level geomagnetic effects. I won't fault Noah for making a bad forecast, even though I spent hours trying to figure out where they thought the coronal hole stream had disappeared to. Couldn't figure that one out. But I will call out the NOAA Space Weather Prediction Center for their swift change of the forecast 12 hours later. I'm not calling out the recognition of the geomagnetic storm and they're putting the fives on the chart. That's what they're supposed to do. But down at the bottom, Noah, what do you mean anticipated impact of the coronal hole high-speed stream? Your previous forecast said no impacts expected and had KPs of 2 and 3 on the chart. Expected impact? It's a plain lie to try to make the bad forecast disappear, and it's a pathetic one. You're not going to get away with those bendijadas when observers are watching. Folks, let's get to some science here. The models of the cosmos continue breaking. That unexpected word comes up again as what we believed it took to make a spiral galaxy apparently was a bit overkill. The earliest spiral galaxy ever discovered is forcing brand new theories about how such a structure could have come together so quickly doesn't jive well with the Big Bang timeline. 
interesting one up next for fast radio burst fans. Hubble has managed to trace tons of these to spiral arms of galaxies. That is key to gain focus and eliminate the galactic core processes as the dominant producers. Folks, there are three microtech type papers in the list today. It's not our normal topic, but it does relate to the disaster cycle of Earth. Excellent new microscope shots of the spherules and an extension of the Australian strewn field into the Antarctic mountain ranges, which further weirds the field and makes one ask, is this really an impact or driven event? Wink to veteran observers there. Some of the observers' favorite solar physicists are here to forecast details in solar cycle 25. Owens and Lockwood are top of their game. And here they identify the second half of the cycle as being the scarier one. The year they mark is 2026, which I think may be a bit late for the cycle. We may be in the declining phase at that point, but then again, that is when we got the biggest solar flare, cycle 24, isn't it? We've got an excellent continuation of the recognition of how melting polar ice triggers oceanic processes that rapidly cool the world. Here we were coming out of the last glacial maximum towards the warm Holocene of now, but a wrench got thrown into the system. Polar melt into the oceans, like is about to happen with our modern polar melt. But on a longer time scale, both in terms of the disaster cycle and in publication, missed this one earlier this year and I apologize, but it comports with the others we've seen saying it wasn't humans, it was the vast changes in climate at the Younger Dryas that caused the late Pleistocene megafaunal extinctions. You ready for the next one? We greatly appreciate your support. Eyes on the sun for increasing solar flares. Those notes about the extinction at the end, look below the video and find the disaster playlist. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now it's 5.30 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. I love that tagline, man. Good shit, Mr. Ben. Stellar. Stellar. Stellar show, as always. Uh, again, I appreciate the fact that you're out there, man. Subscribe to uh, Suspicious Observers on YouTube to get full impact of his videos and stay up to date with the 12,000-year disaster cycle. The Great Reset is going to be awesome. <laughs> but now it is time for quote of the day provided to us by the good news network you know we've got to find a way to bring some love in here today marvin gay what's going on what's going on you know we've got to find a way to bring some love in here today spot on Get unity, bring love, love your fucking neighbor. Who cares about goddamn meatballs? I don't give a fuck if you like meatballs on your spaghetti or not. Fucking love your neighbor, man. Be a better. <laughs> I've been arguing with my neighbor all fucking day. Oh, uh, I guess I. Fuck it. Love your neighbor. I guess I'll I'll just have to bury the hatchet. Because, yeah, why hold a grudge? Why hold a grudge? Fuck that dude. Why hold a grudge? It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. I got better shit in my life than some little snot-nosed little brat kid next door. <laughs> Asshole. The fuck you thinking? I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry. It's done. You know, we've got to find a way to bring some love in here today. Be a better version of yourself.
smoke weed every day, and make shit happen.